Welcome to the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, pride, and control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So excited to see each and every one of you here. Um, I hope that I got a chance to see you either on Monday night in Goodyear or on Wednesday night in Buckeye. But regardless of whether or not you come to our meeting, uh, you go to different meetings, you live in a different state, you live in a different country, or you just simply missed our meeting for whatever the reason, hey, we love you. We're so excited to have you on the podcast, and we hope that you can join in on the conversation that we started in person, in this case, on Monday night at our Monday group, and uh, I had a good friend share his testimony. It was an awesome, wonderful, beautiful time, and I got him here with the, with us in the studio today, and so, uh, hey, man, would you, would you introdu- introduce yourself, please? Yeah, first of all, hi family, how you guys doing out there? But anyway, my name is Lorenzo. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I love to say I celebrate recovery from alcohol, but I still struggle with life. Hey, Lorenzo. Hey, man, dude, thank you so much for making the time to be on the podcast today, man. Yeah, I'm just amazed that I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, man. And I would love if we can talk a little bit kind of about your story, but I just want to make sure... So we, we kind of, we go way back together. Not, right. I guess not way, way back, but way back in, in both of our programs, been knowing each other for a right. while. And, Since and, my beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know I love you to death, man, and, and, and your wife absolutely as well. But I would love, if you just shared a little bit, I'm going to just kind of jump right into it here. Um, I love your part of the story, you talking about kind of what it was like kind of getting into the program, like your first steps, like you talk about coming to the meeting, and, and I'm going to let you share that. But I would love kind of for you to share a little bit about what that was like that first night that you guys showed up and kind of what was going on internally and mentally. Um, and then for everybody else who didn't get a chance to hear your story on Monday, if you could just share a little bit of, of your story, what brought you into the room and, and kind of where you're at now. I know that's right. a lot, but <laughs> right. just, I'll, I'll try to be quick. Yeah. I mean, I usually <laughs> ramble on, but anyway, the day, the day we showed up was early uh, January, 2018. And I remember sitting in the car with my wife and, you know, she was more there for support. I was there because I was an alcoholic and I knew big things and bad things were going to start happening. Mm -hmm. And we would hear about Celebrate Recovery. We would attend Palm Valley Church in uh, Goodyear and we would always hear it. And my wife's like, that's what you need. (laughs) And I said, and I finally said, yeah, sure. Well, let's check it out. Yeah. And so, you know, we're sitting in the parking lot in the car and I'm watching people walk in and I'm like, those are not my people. Right. And you know, my life's like, well, you don't want to be here. And we made every excuse not to walk in, you know, we got to go do this or that or the other. And I said, you know what? God wants us here. We're here. Let's go on in. So, you know, we get off the car, we walk in, you know, we see everybody there. Everybody's like, hey, welcome, and all this and that. And, you know, and then I see uh, Pastor John, and I'm like, tattoos, not cool. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm full of tattoos myself, but I go, I'm like, my tattoos are, are godly tattoos. <laughs> but anyway, and it's just seeing John, and I, and I, that time I didn't know he was in charge and everybody else, but, you know, he walks up, gives me a hug, and I'm tripping out. It's like, who the heck does this guy think he is? And, you know, my wife's tripping out. We're just tripping out because of the atmosphere of just the acceptance we felt 
that quick. Yeah. And it was truly amazing. You know, I'd been to other recoveries where you sit in the corner and nobody talks to you. Right. And that's what tripped me. I was like, you walk in, everybody's like, hey, you know, what? my name's so-and-so, what's your name? And, yeah. you know, there was no judgment. And that was awesome. Man. You know, they didn't know who we were, where we came from and all this and that. And it was just awesome to feel that way. But originally, I was like, nah, <laughs> these are not my people. Right. But, you know, the welcoming feeling we got when we walked in made that big difference. Yeah. So good, man. And we were talking about this earlier today about, I, I love that when you guys came back that second time, I'm like, Hey, Lorenzo, you came back, man. And, and you just simply said, you're like, yeah, you said, uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just a really amazing, yeah. you know, it's those little things that right. we're, we're unaware of that yeah. make a big difference in our lives. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things I've noticed in my recovery is that it's, you know, it is the books, it is the steps, it's the principles, you know, everything we do and celebrate recovery. But it's that person that says something and it yeah. could be two simple words or a simple sentence. Right. You know, one, one of my big things is I can never beat that hunger or thirst for alcohol. And I heard this old timer say, I don't have that desire. Yeah. You know, I don't have that desire. Five words. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I want. Mm. And I was like, wow, them five words. But he, and I'm like, dude, how do you do it? Just keep coming back. Yeah. Keep coming back. Just keep coming back. Yeah. So simple words, you know, don't give up until the miracle happens. You know, yeah. it's those simple things that hit me. Not all the big <laughs> things that I struggle with still reading a book and all this and that, putting my words together and all that. I, I do struggle with that. But, you know, as time goes on, I'm getting a little better. You know, I love, when, you know, when certain people speak, they're so eloquent. I'm like, man, I wish I could have that. But God's not giving it to me. He's like, no, this is you. But that's where I feel the connection with certain people. Yeah. And I always say that, you know, we connect with certain people. That's why there's all these different people. They're yeah. different whatever. Maybe parts of the body. Yeah, yeah, different parts of the body. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's, I love to share that story if I can. Yeah, absolutely. But um, can I do it now? Yeah, yeah, let's okay. hear man. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the Bible speaks about, you know, Jesus being the head and God being the head and many different parts. And, you know, a lot of times we hear about the guy that's up on front stage and mm. running things, and that's what I want to be. But, you know, I had this little picture of a chairman of Celebrate Recovery, and it's in what, page 262 of our book, of our daily devotional, and it speaks about it. Yeah. So and the CR, uh, uh, CR Recovery right. devotional, yeah. And so we, uh, I mean, I read it, and I'm like, that's cool, because I remember one of my brothers, that's what he did. Yeah. That's all he wanted to do. Yeah. And every part of the body has an important part and just right. like celebrate recovery whether you just make the coffee whether or not you just set up chairs whether or not you're the welcome person you know all these different things but we all work together yeah. and they all play a part because where would we sit if that wasn't for the chairman of the board or chairman of cr coming in and setting up the chairs yeah. so i don't mind doing those little things i mean every little part of celebrate recovery that people give of their time and their life as service is very, very important. Yeah. Not just the guy up front. Right. It's that guy in the back, you know. Everything you know, works together. Everything works together yeah, for the good. I totally agree, man. I love that so much. And and it's we are it's it's a lot like, you know, that cliche saying we're only as good as kind of our the least person who is there. And right. and it's like, man, we don't we try to really battle against that hierarchy, especially at celebrate recovery and just making just like, dude, 
and I shared this from, you know, when I'm speaking all the time, the only reason why I'm up here is because I'm the most screwed up guy in the room, right? You know, no, I'm the most screwed up guy in the room. <laughs> but trying to like, you know, I, you know, I have to fight against that in myself. Is that, you know, there's nothing special about me just because mm-hmm. I'm up here. You know, I see everybody as equal and, and yeah, making the coffee is just as important as, you know, sharing whatever, you know, every other week, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the community and I don't ever want to get that twisted. And I, that's what I... I don't want people to come and hear me talk, you know. I mm-hmm. want people to come and get the experience, the community. Right. That's where right. that happens. That's yeah. the sweet spot, right? Oh yeah, the family of God, man. That that's pff, that's the bomb right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so I want you to share a little bit with the people who don't really know you. Maybe they didn't hear your story. Tell us a little bit about um, kind of where you were at, kind of when you started drinking and getting kind of, you know, heavy into that and your kind of journey into the program and then kind of how you work your program today. Yeah. So pretty much 2015, my mom was diagnosed with all this stuff, cancer and all this and that. And, uh, you know, I, I went over there to take care of her. So I, I watched her pretty much deteriorate and die. And I felt a lot of guilt because I was, in my book, I wasn't there for her. Mm. You know, she, she lives in California or lived in California. And I was over here in Arizona. And, you know, I've always been a mama's boy. Yeah. You know, always, regardless, you know, two years old till now, you know, I still love my <laughs> mama, as they say. Yeah. And to see her go through that really broke my heart. And I was already drinking at that time. And my my wife, she's like, that that was your turning point. Yeah, you were a casual drinker. But when you saw what happened to your mom, oh, wow. that's when it, you hit it. Yeah. I just started hitting it just, you know, to get that off my mind. And, you know, and we say cunning, baffling, powerful, how powerful alcohol is. And I call her a she. Yeah. Because she was so convincing. Yeah. You know, drink me and you don't have no worries. And that's what I did. You know, I, I just kept going and going and going. And, you know, of course, it started causing problems with my family, with my kids, with my wife, you know, the arguments, the fights and all this and that. But my priority was alcohol. I would wake up desiring that. I didn't care about nothing else. But when we came into CR, you know, and being so welcomed and all that and knowing that this could be my last chance, you know, I don't I don't want to talk about what my wife said because <laughs> it's not, you know, but I love my wife and everything. But it was her talking to me that way to make for to wake up. Right. And so I was like, all right, we'll go check the CR out. And like I said, we walked in very welcoming, but it's like I was like tripping out and hey, I'll see you next week. And I was like, what? Yeah. And it's like John, like you said, you know, hey, I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. I'll be back. Because I knew on my own I could not do it. I had been through a recovery and I was 12 years sober. But yeah. because of what happened, circumstances at the end of 12 years, I went back to drinking. Yeah. And it was that simple thing of not having that desire and relying on God and having that brotherhood, that sisterhood and what we call accountability partners. And one of the guys tell me it's hard to pick up that 500 pound phone yeah. to call somebody when you're struggling. And that's something I needed to learn because, you know, being a guy, you know, being me, I want to be macho. I don't need you. Yeah, right now. Yeah. I could do it on my own, but obviously I couldn't do it. Right. But that's that's where Celebrate Recovery comes in. That's where my brothers come in. That's where everything that we do comes in. And it's yeah. very important in my life. Yeah. Okay. So in actually kind of wrapping up all of those things, we were talking before we started recording. Um, coming into the program, kind of seeing everybody being like, ah, these aren't really my people, you know, I'm not right. one of those guys and, you know, relating and doing all these different things. Um, you also, uh, were, you worked for the, the state, uh, you know, Department of Corrections, right. right? And kind of working with those people. I would love for you to share 
kind of how the program took your past experiences and working through the steps allowed you to see kind of those two worlds collide and see mm-hmm. you were kind of just sharing about right, this, right. right? Could could you share with the, the listeners? Because I think that's so beautiful, the unforeseen promises right. and victories that right. the program you gives. You know, it's, it's just amazing how God works in our lives a lot of time, in my life. And I remember growing up, I didn't like the thug, the gangster, and the <laughs> drug addict, and what I, whatever. You know, the worst person were those type of people. Yeah. But, you know, I, I was... Went to the Department of Corrections, worked for there for 27 and a half years, retired out of there. But it taught me not only to learn how to talk to these people, but to have compassion. I remember sitting with some guys in the hospital, and they were on their deathbed. Hmm. I actually prayed with these guys, which was against the rules. I can say it now because I'm retired, (laughs) but it was a trip that I would have compassion for this thug or whatever he was. And coming into CR and seeing some of the guys, and, you know, one one guy comes to mind, and, and and we started talking. He's like, yeah, I did 10 years in the pen. Yeah. You know, and he's just going and I'm like, well, yeah, it's cool, bro. You know, but, you know, we're here for a different reason now. Yeah. And just dealing with that fact of life that, you know, I didn't want to deal with these people and walking in and seeing the, you know, my judgment and judging people that quick on a dime. Like, yeah, they're them. They're that type of people. Yeah. But because of the welcoming and all that, I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Yeah. But even learning all that through the steps and all that in my life of dealing with people that work came from that life, mm. you know, and saying that, hey, you know what? They're people too. Yeah. You know, they they have the same feelings I have. It's it's amazing how my mentality and my attitude just changed because I was dealing with these guys on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, some of them good. Some of them guys were like, dude, I. I would be your friend on the street, but yeah. we, we are where we are now. Right. You know, I, I knew some Christian brothers in there, and I call them brothers because they had that word, man. You know, they, they would preach the, the gospel in the prison and all that, and I was, like, totally amazed. Yeah. You know, and some of them were locked up for 20, 30 years, 40 years, but they had that passion. Yeah. You know, their past life didn't matter, and I'm like, wow. And, you know, and they were willing to talk to me and vice versa, right. and they were welcoming. So I was... I learned that in Penn, but up coming out here, you know, you're like, I remember somebody saying, I'll never trust a tweaker, you know, but I've met some that, man, you'll, you'll see that you change, you see that change in their life through God's grace and all that. And you're like, man, it it is possible, but it it is a trip how God works with people and works in, and you know, the way he worked in my life, I didn't want to deal with them people. You were thugs, you know, just shut up and do what you got to do. Yeah. But, and then it turns into, man, they are people. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. And then you kind of, I think the mentality changed. And what, this is what I think is so funny. Well, I don't know if it's funny, but it's ironic. It's like, <laughs> even from the day that you got here and like the thinking, you know, I don't know how many people I've talked to say I sat in the front parking lot for, you know, four hours before right. I came in, you know, and then people say like, I'm not like those people or, you know, I couldn't trust these people or that people. Like it's so common. Right. And like, it's funny how you can come in here, uh, you know, basically like you're a correctional officer and you've got your side of the fence and you're saying, I'm not like these people. And I'm on the other side of the fence. <laughs> like I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm right. shooting up heroin, right. and, you know, basically living on the streets. And I come in here and I'm like, I'm not like these people, <laughs> you know, it was like we have this weird idea about yeah. who everybody is and it's just simply it's pride right it's, right. it's us not laying, being able to set aside our own pride and i think what's beautiful now is like we you know we're sitting in this room together and we go to meetings and do all mm-hmm. this and it's like 
these are my people. Like, it right. doesn't even matter, you know, oh, you're a tweaker or a police officer or, you know, heroin addict or a drunk right. or a wino, you know, like right. your dad would say, you know, right? I, I, just to share, if I can, something Please. about my little brother, you know, with with him. Oh, man, my mind just went blank. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he, uh, you know, he about died. He did die. He had to be recitated and all that stuff. And he, he went to AA. And um, he moved away from the family. He moved up to Northern California. And when I finally spoke to him, he was talking about how, you know, he didn't have a family. He was lonely. He was depressed. He was suicidal. All these words that we use. Yeah. And he started talking about his meeting and all that. And he goes, you know, those people actually care. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that, those, that's your new family, man. Yeah. When you lose your family and you're faithful and you seek God, God will give you a new family. And that's what I felt in CR. Yeah. You know, I had moved away from my family also. And it's like, you know, my family, we all, we all drink or yeah. we drank or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and it's a big thing. You know, drinking is not an issue. It's when you become a wine owner. That, that's a diff <laughs> whole different definition. You know, alcoholic. Man, half my family can't say alcoholic. Right. So we didn't say that. <laughs> They're we too drunk say, to say the yeah. word. <laughs> Plus, you know, they got that deep Mexican accent. You know, but wino is easy. But yeah, my little brother, I love him. You know, we made, um, you know, we made up and all that. We talk now. We're talking on pretty much on a daily basis, so cool. and we're talking about recovery. Yeah. And it's just so off, off, you know, just off the wall that I can talk to him in that matter because, yeah. you know. There's a lot of hate and discontent between us growing up, even in an adulthood, you know. Right. He did some stuff. I did some stuff. He said, and back and forth, back and forth. But now it's like, it's all gone. The program. Yeah, the yeah. program, man. It's just like the program. And he's jumping right into it also. You know, he's going through his steps. He got a sponsor. He's in service. And he's like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. I never knew this. Yeah. You know, I had shared with him before years ago, like, you know, but he's like, oh, I don't need that. Just like we did yeah you know but it, it's just amazing you know and now i have my sister just told me rosemary that you know she's almost a year sober wow. you know my daughter she's going through that battle of yes and no yes and no but she's with a group of girls that are alcohol free and all that and she yeah. said that helps her tremendously yeah. and it's like yeah man get into it i mean it's community it's, right? yeah and you know you shared uh, when your mom was here about family coming together and hearing and doing the program together it's amazing it's like yeah man that is awesome yeah you know, and the faithfulness that God has given me to say, hey, you know, I'm coming up on four years. Yeah. And, you know, my little brother didn't know. Like I said, I wasn't talking to him. He's like, what, four years? So, you know, I gave him a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my proof, brother. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, hey, you know, maybe I'll go up there, visit, and check out your hall and all this and That's that, and so visit. And he's like, yeah, man, that'll be good. That'll be great and all this and that. Before, it's like, no, man, don't come over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you and all this and that. But right. it's just amazing with the program and especially what God does in our life, you yeah. know, if we're willing to submit willing. to him. Yeah. yeah, that's so key. Yeah, and I love that because, yeah, we kind of sh share similar experiences in that sense where we're like, we lack that community in in our lives outside in mm -hmm. active addiction and whatever else the sickness we come in we find that family that dynamic that we needed that helps us recover and then some of us you know maybe not all of us and probably most of us aren't going to experience the blessings that we've seen where our like our blood family end mm -hmm. up being coming into the program yeah. and we see that restored as well and 
You know, it's just, it's again, it's the unforeseen benefits of the program that right. we can't see that only God can do. And it's the program that allows us to be able to humble ourselves mm-hmm. and allow him to do what we aren't able. And, and it's just, it's a beautiful thing, man. And right now um, at our group, you know this, uh, we, we are talking about step four. We're going through it. Right. And uh, that's kind of one of the more... It takes a lot of work, right? And right. Uh, we we definitely had our fair share of conversations about right. it. And uh, but I would just love if you would share with the listener kind of what was your experience with Step Four? What's some advice or some thoughts? Maybe some good little one-liners that you've mm-hmm. heard. Maybe um, anything that comes to mind with Step Four for for the our listeners here. Yeah, the best line I could think is openness and honesty. Yeah. And I didn't have it when I first went through my fourth step. I can say that perfectly because mm. i didn't you know i've done it again after that fact and all right i'm this time i'm gonna do it yeah you know but the first time and it was with you you were my sponsor and there's there's a whole different story there too <laughs> and but uh just the fact that when i first went through it i, I still had that wall up yeah. so to speak that i you know who's this guy you know i'm still trying to figure him out right you know but you know that sharing between each other, you know, when I work with guys and all that, and we go through our steps and step four, I always say it's like going through it again. Yeah. So that's very important that when you do do your steps and you're going through your step four, you're just open and honest in both parts, sponsor yeah. and sponsor. And a lot of times when I've worked with a couple of guys and, you know, we're just sharing and they're like, dang, dude, you were pretty messed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I was pretty messed up, yeah. you know, but that's why I'm here, you know, that's cause on my own, I was jacked up right. and that kind of opens the door, you know, you know, you say it brings you through the door only opens the door. And that's what I was always search, you know, searching when I work with somebody and mm-hmm. for them to be that open, to be that come through that door and say, you know what? I'm going to do this. And it's a hard thing to do. You know, guys got pride. I'm sure women got pride. You know, yeah. how dare you? You know, I didn't know a lot of things about my wife and she shared with me one time and I'm like, whoa, that's amazing. You know, I didn't know she went through all that stuff, but just, you know, me going through my step four and being open and honest, you know, when I was, it was like an eye opener, you yeah. know, and I, you know, I, you forget stuff or you put it to the side or I don't want to remember that. So I'm not going to talk about it, yeah. you know, and cause it does still bring emotion up, totally. you know, and I, I remember talking about certain things and getting mad and feeling hurt and all this and that, especially when it comes to, you know, close family, you yeah. know, the ex, my kids, I mean, all that stuff, you know, it's just when I finally was able to be open and honest about it, like we say, it's amazing how I was able to let it go. Yeah. You know, I remember talking to this guy and he was holding on to something. And I said, the only one that's holding on to it is you. Right. And, I, and I told him, it's like this. It's a weight on your back. Yeah. So the more things you hold on to, that's the more weight that's on you. And that's what's going to hold you back. But if you're willing to release it and talk about it and be open and honest about it, hey, you're going to move forward. Yeah. And it, and he was like, whoa. And I didn't know where that came from. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, guys, good looking out. <laughs> right. So it was, you know, that was a big step for him. Yeah. And he's like, if you didn't say that to me, bro, I would have never gone forward. Wow. You know, but it was, it was amazing. And after that, you know, our relationship and all that was like, we're brothers. Yeah. You know, he's moved out of town and all that, but we still talk, you know, and we yeah. still share and all this and that through the struggles and all that. So it's pretty awesome how yeah. that step can open you, you yeah. know, and, and makes you able to talk and be open and just share. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. The openness and honesty is absolutely key. And I was actually just talking about this with uh, some other guys and, uh, 
step four, it's like where I got to know myself, mm-hmm. right? Like I finally saw who I was right. and I'm like, man, that's really incredible. And, and I started to understand myself a little bit better. And even though it was, you know, the good, bad, and the indifferent, mm-hmm. all of the different stuff, I'm like, oh man, sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it wasn't painful. Sometimes it was fun and everything else in between. But like, it's like, you know, most of us, I think probably the majority of people, like we spend our whole lives trying to figure out who we really are, right? right? And it's so wild that there's this simple process right mm-hmm. here in the middle of our 12 steps that help us actually discover who we are. Like we right. don't have to wonder who we are anymore. Right. Like we know now, like we see it in our own handwriting on paper, that's who I am. Right. And yeah. now I either have to live with the fact that that's who I am and not do anything about it, or I continue in the program and make some changes. Right. And that's what's beautiful yeah, it, about you it. You know, just, you know, and you know this about me. I have problems with people controlling me yeah, yeah. and telling me what to do. And that just comes from my past. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, it, it's just because of my past. And I know I still struggle with that. When somebody asks me to do something, I'm like, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But God's working on it. You know, I'm trying my best and all this and that. And it, it's just funny. You know, it's like when somebody tells me to do something and I really don't want to do it, it's like, Man, he's trying to control me. <laughs> That's what's going on here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. He, that guy or that lady or whatever is trying to control me. And it's a it's a trip, but it, it's from what happened to me in the past when somebody right. was actually controlling me. Yeah. And I was able to get out of that situation. And I am where I am now. And that's just one of the emotions I feel a lot sometimes. And, you know, CR, because we are trying to help each other. And you could take it as that. Well, you're telling this because you're trying to control me, bro. No, no, no. I'm just trying to help you. Yeah. You know, and that's where the open honesty comes in is that. And when you do go through the steps with a sponsor, you have to. And you have to share your feelings, man. Yeah. And and for me, that was difficult. I'm, I'm used to bottling them up and holding them in yeah you know and just blowing up one day on somebody and they're like why is he doing that to me yeah why didn't you say anything yeah Yeah, you know and you know that yeah yeah right (laughs) no i I, honestly man i think that's great advice that's absolutely wonderful advice to share how you're feeling as you're going through this because like and i try to tell my sponsees man it's like you're not that's not helping anybody right like you don't have to convince me you know like the part of my working, working my steps, my 12 step is that I would be here with you working through your four step. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm working my program (laughs) while you're working your program and you don't have to worry about me, man. I'm just trying to work my program. You work your program and God's Mm going to do a miracle. That's, that's all we're doing, man. And it's so funny because you're even talking about the openness and honesty, like on the sponsor side. Mm -hmm. And I've shared many times, it's like, for me personally, I feel like I spent so much of my my time using trying to convince people that I wasn't that bad. Like I'm like, oh no, I'm like, you think I'm a terrible person, but really I'm not that bad, right? And now on this side, like I find myself with sponsees be like, hey man, I know you think I'm like a really good guy here, but like I'm not that good, you know? Like I'm on the other side of it trying to convince people, like you got me up on this pedestal, Mm -hmm. bro, but I'm just as sick as you, man. The the only difference is, is like I've got a little bit more time between my last drink than Mm -hmm. you do, but I'm still sick, man. I still have to humble myself just as much today as I did yesterday. And, you know, it's just, that's just the way that it is, but... Um, I, I think that's so important, man, sharing how you're feeling as you're going through your four step, being honest on both sides. And then, yeah, it does. It makes it a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. when the person who is taking you through it is sharing like, right. hey, bro, I, I I can I struggle with that, too. Or, you know, sharing yeah, that, that's the funny part is like, you know. Like I said, I came in because of alcohol. So I was like, all I got to do is admit I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) 
All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. And what else? Uh, what do you mean, what else? <laughs> <laughs> what else? What do you, mean? <laughs> you know, uh, I struggle with anger. You know, I, yeah. I brought the stuff up that I was willing to talk about. Right. But, you know, I didn't want to talk about the other things, how I hurt people yeah. and how my anger hurt other people or affected them, you know, or my narcissism or my sarcasm mm-hmm. and all this and that, other emotions that I thought were normal. Yeah. You know, and that was just the way I was. But it was right. because what I've been through in my past to put up that wall and defend myself, you know, and always having to do that and being in the environment that I was and all this and that and knowing all that. And then to be able to release it, like I said, Mm. you know, and that, that weight's not on me. And that's, you know, part of where the Bible speaks about that freedom. I didn't know what that freedom was. I wanted it. Yeah. But once I got it, I'm like, yeah, I'm free of all this nonsense wow. that I've been carrying. Yeah. God's been telling me how to do it. <laughs> I just wasn't listening. Right. So, and it's a trip, but I had to go through the program. You know, right. I've talked to people that, you know, do put down the program. Well, all you need is Jesus. I go, no, I tried that. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. I was coming to church. I was coming to Palm Valley and hit the liquor store right after right. in service. Yeah. And no one I'm messing up. Oh, yeah. But I needed CR and you know and a sponsor and all my brothers and sisters for me to open my eyes and say yeah I am a knucklehead yeah yeah, right yeah (laughs) you know to say it nicely and and the program is the way of Jesus right right? it's not like we're not saying you have to do something other than what Jesus like yeah all you need is Jesus is true if you actually do what Mm -hmm. he says you're supposed to exactly right (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that's the awesome thing is the 12 beatitudes and all that and I love how we hook up the scripture with our steps yeah. and that's awesome. You know, and that's, that's one of the, one of the things I want to share when I share my story is the 12 steps and biblical connection to it, because yeah. it means so much right. because God and everything that he's done for me means so much, yeah. but putting those two things together, it's like, wow, it's always been there. Yeah. But you know, I chose to ignore it. Right. You know, and that was it that I, you know, God, you know, I didn't turn my life and my will over to God. That's my third step. I never did it. He was always in my pocket, so to speak. Yeah. You know, hey, God, I'm messing up. Can you come out and help me out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that went on for years. Yeah. But now I can say, yeah, God does have control of my will and my life and all yeah. this and that. And that's not a bad thing because right. I am so blessed because of that. Yeah. Amen, brother. That's awesome. Yeah. Before we wrap up here, I would just love, what would you share with the folks who are listening? Maybe they're new to the program or maybe they're thinking about getting in it. Uh, would you share to the newcomers, man? Yeah. Put you know, to the person that hasn't been, come on in. Yeah. We love you. We want you to come in. Yeah. The person coming in for the first time and it's like they don't see the end, just keep coming back. And eventually it does happen. Like that one line, keep coming back. The miracle will happen eventually. Yeah. yeah so for some it takes long, for some it's that quick, like per person I was sharing about. And just the fact that, man, it is an awesome place. You know, the new family that God gives you. Yeah, you still have your family, your blood family, but you might be that first one that opens mm-hmm. that door for the whole family. Yeah. And that's what I'm learning and going through with my family and all this and that, that it's like, not that I'm anybody special, but it's like, I was the first one. Yeah. And from there, you know, I start praying and talking and us and not trying to be bossing all this and that and not, and really not even talking about it. But their thing was like, hey, are you still not drinking? I'm like, no. Well, right. why not? Well, because, you know, I got accountability partners. What the yeah. heck is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's I'm awesome. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I wait for them. Yeah. And it's just awesome that, you know, and especially the newcomer, yeah, 
awesome. You know, yeah. whenever somebody gets a blue chip, which is a newcomer chip, surrender chip, it's exciting. You know, when we had when I gave my testimony on Monday, we gave out so many chips, ton, man. man. It was awesome. I was yeah. like, wow, let's just keep going. Right. You know, I, I think we only skipped one or two months and then we got <laughs> into the years and I'm like, man, this is cool. Yeah. You know, and, and it's an awesome thing to see that, you know, yeah. and especially for the first time that coming in and, and them just surrendering, yeah. you know, and it is kind of weird and rough and all this and that, but it, that's something that in your heart, you know, you got to remember that God is in control. Amen. You know, that's why we come in is because we lost control. We need God. Amen. And that that's the main thing for me, but God has given us this certain path to take, you know, and that's our steps, celebrate recovery and all that, you know, just coming in and working the program, man. And it, it is a blessing, man. I don't ever want to go back. Like I said, you know, and God has just sold me so many blessings now just by sticking around, Yeah. you know, and it's yeah. not just working the program, but now it's like, God, thanks. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't need what I used to do. I'm not the person I used to be. It's a, it's a brand new beginning, man. Yeah. Everybody could come in and start over. Amen. You know, when that's what one of the things we say, there's there's no shame in coming back. That's right. So my thing today is that, you know, if you went out and you're out there and all this and that and you're like, oh, my God, I can't go back. Yeah, yeah. you can come back because yeah. I came back, Amen. you know, and that was the thing. And I was still welcomed with open arms. <laughs> and, and that's the amazing thing, you yeah. know, is that you will be welcomed in with open arms no matter what. Yeah. And that's that's the God thing that we learn. Mm. You know, we put ourselves to the side and it's about the other person at that time. You know, it's just like, hey, come back, come back, man. Keep coming back. And it's, it's just awesome. I mean, I, I could just keep saying it's awesome, know, it's awesome, man. it's awesome. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's just, it, it is a God thing, man. Yeah. And we can't understand it. We end up understanding it a little bit, but it's just awesome. The miracles that we start seeing in there. Yeah. Amen. And the life changes, the re, you know, and everybody getting together and just, you know, I mean, yeah. there's just so much that's in this head that sometimes I can't put into words, but it's, yeah. it is an awesome program. Amen. Dude, thank you so much for, for coming and sharing, dude. I, I love, I could sit here and talk about this stuff, especially <laughs> what's so awesome about it. I could talk for hours, but yeah. then, and, uh, dude, I love you, man. I'm super grateful for you. And, and I love your wife, of course. And mm -hmm. uh, just God bless you, man. And, and everything that you do, you're, you're an AA as well. And, and just uh, being a light in those areas. Keep doing that, man, and uh, God bless you along your way. And uh, if, if uh, you're out there and you're listening, uh, Lorenzo also comes come both of our meetings, Monday and Wednesday. You come catch him there. He's actually going to share his testimony again in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's November 10th. 10th. November 10th out in Buckeye if you want to catch his, his testimony. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, we're going to have a guest on the, the podcast at that time because uh, we're, we're talking to him here today. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I can't thank you enough, bro. And, and I love you. And I really appreciate you coming uh, on today. Yeah, thank you, man. I love you and your wife and the new baby coming hey. along. That's going to be awesome, man. Hey, man. <laughs>